shall fear no evil. I shall fear no evil. The sun shall not smile in my day. Not a Father, we thank you, we bless you, we give you the glory, O oh God. We honor you, Jesus. We come to Mount Zion, the heel of the Lord. We come into the presence of just men made perfect. We come before the holy mountain, the holy altar, the great assembly of heaven. We've come before you, Jesus. We've come before God, the judge of all the earth. We've come before the king of kings. We've come before the Lord of lords. We've come before Yeshua HaMashiach, the lamb that was slain for our sin. Wherever you are, please, I want you to fix your mind on Jesus and begin to pray right now. Fix your mind on the Father. Don't allow yourself to be distracted. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. How I love you. We love you, Yahweh. We love you, Yahweh. The Bible says a, bro a broken and a contrite heart, he will not despise. And then he says, if you search for me with your whole heart, you will find me. If these two things are lacking, it is clear those are reasons that you may not have found God. How can you be searching for God and not finding Him? Could it be that there is pride in their hearts? Could it be that there is vexation, offense and anger? You come to the holy hill of Zion. You come to the mountain of encounter to Pishka. You come to the place of dwelling with anger. You're angry. 12 years anger, 10 years anger from your family. You bring it to church and you bring it to the presence. And you're wondering why you've not encountered the Lord. Kaya. Kaya. Please pray, pray. Don't look at me. Please, I'm pleading with you to pray. Please pray. Intercede. Please. 
If you can hear me and you're in the room, don't look, don't stare, don't stare at me, please. Just open your mouth and pray. Pray, please. This is not a time to press phone. Shut down distractions and focus. Jacob said, angels were ascending and descending. I didn't know. I was not aware that I was in the house of God, the gate of heaven. Things were passing me by. I was not aware. Kai, oh my God. Jesus, God was telling Satan, have you seen this guy? He was not aware. I'm not going to be that kind of guy. Not in this consecration season. Not in this time. Not in this time, no. Not in this time, no. I won't be that kind of child of God. I won't be that kind of believer that God is in God is with me, but I'm not aware. I, I'm too angry. I'm too offended. I'm too hurt to see the Lord. I know this one is a bit dicey, but I'm too depressed to see the Lord. Sometimes you may not feel him. But just the knowing that he says, I love you, is enough. Just the knowing that he says, you are beautifully and wonderfully made, should be enough to let go of what meaningless people have done to you, so that you can hold on to Jesus, so that you can latch on to his grace, like the woman that had the 12 years issue of blood, so that in the midst of the multitude, pressing against your mind, you can find him. You can cast away every form of distraction. I say, Jesus, I'm here. Jesus, I don't have much, but I'm here. I'm not that smart. I'm not the smartest of them all, but I'm here. I know I'm rash and I'm unstable like Reuben, but Lord, you can give me stability. So I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I could be anywhere else, but I've chosen to be here. I want to be here. I choose to be here. I love to be here. I'm here intentionally. I'm here intentionally. I know I may not have had many good examples growing up, but I'm here! I'm here! I'm here! I'm here! I'm here! I'm here! You said your eyes is searching to find those whose heart is hungry and thirsty for you. So Lord, me, I'm here! I'm here! If you are ready, then me, I'm ready. If there's any form of unreadiness, Lord, fix it. He said to the man, do you believe? He said, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. See, don't tell this. There will be a soaking moment. You can soak. This is time to push. I want you to hit, bang the door until the water, the womb of destiny breaks. Bang that door until the womb of destiny breaks. If you're connecting, this is how we are. This is our calling. This is our nature. This is our heritage. To be people that host the presence of God and dispense the presence of God. We are gatekeepers of the realms. That's our calling. It's the calling of his house. Our calling is to be gatekeepers of the presence of God. To force it into the areas of the into the many mountains of expression we will force it we will break it we're an army we're very unassuming but we're an army we don't look like it but we don't have to 
Masanda la gabe gabe logo gabe gabe bosa. Ragada gabao, shakabao. Regede gabo logo gabe gabe logo gabe gabe ba. Rekasena lambalea kabo, kabo, kabo. You can start in the flesh and end in the spirits. Stop, I, Kai, my God. Don't wait for another person, no. Don't wait, don't wait. Isolate yourself. The word of God says, He that dwells in the secret place, in the secret place, multitudes don't enter there. Multitudes don't go. You don't go in, in force into the secret place. You enter there alone with God. Alone with God. If you need to close your eyes, close it. If you need to take a posture, take it. But by all means, cry out. Blind Bartimaeus said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy. I've abused my calling, but have mercy. I've mismanaged time and opportunity, but have mercy. We're not asking him to have mercy so we can repeat foolishness, no. We're asking him to have mercy so we can catch up with entering into our inheritance. Pressing, pressing. If you're in this place, the destiny of somebody connected to this house might as well be dependent on your prayer, no matter where you are. Even if you're a killer. Paul was a killer. Paul killed people. And gave us the epistles. What was he reading when he was writing epistles? And God used him. You're not too worn out. You're not, ah, you're not too worn out. You're not, you're, your time has not passed that much. Ah. As in Jesus cannot come to you again. As in, he can't come again. I, 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 you're, not that, you're not that bad. Come on. You're not that unbelieving. You're not. Don't underestimate yourself in this place. If you can do shim here, plug in, connect. Ask God to release something. This service that will mark us for life in time and in eternity. We are here for you, Lord. We have gathered unto you. We appear in Mount Zion. The word of God says they go from strength to strength that appear in Zion. We are moving from the outer course to the Holy of Holies. Just close your eyes if you are struggling. Imagine the Holy Spirit holding you by the hand, leading you out of a dark room into a realm of light and shutting the door behind you. Let a new journey begin. That as we enter into the procession of heaven, that God will do a deep work. A deep work. He heals the brokenhearted and He binds up their wounds. Jesus did not rise for nothing. He didn't rise for nothing. His rising was not for nothing. So I can live a mundane life doing paperwork in the office. Even in that paperwork, God is moving. 
Kai. Even in that event administrating, God is moving. In that fashion designing, God is moving, 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 moving. God, we need you. We need you. We're hungry. Don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. I can't hear you. We're thirsty. We're hungry. This is our season that you're wiping tears. You're healing hearts. You're restoring time. You're buying destinies back. And Lord, our responses to you is that we are here. We are here. All my heart, all my soul, all my mind, all my focus, all my attention is here. We're here for you. We're here for you. Please don't stop. It's an ongoing journey. It's an ongoing journey. It's a journey. The longer, the deeper, the more focus, and the longer, the deeper. Things are, weights are dropping off. Weights are dropping off. My God. All the days of my appointed time will I wait until my change comes. All the days of my appointed time will I wait. Don't stop waiting. If you're listening, if you're here, don't stop. All the days of my appointed time will I wait. I want you to keep striking the ground until you reach that until moment. You must arrive at the until moment. God, I want to arrive at the until moment. My realities must change. We must move further as a house, as a people. And God, we know you are capable. We know you are capable. We know you are capable. For your presence thank you for the beauty of your spirit thank you for the cross thank you for the sacrifice that you made thank you for the gift of salvation the greatest act of love known to mankind. It is because you died that I am standing here today. 
What manner of love is this? For you loved us so much that you gave, you gave, you gave, you gave your only begotten son. That whosoever believe, believeth in him will not perish but will have eternal life. It is because of the price that you paid that I have eternal life. Father, on this Resurrection Sunday, we choose to remember. We choose to remember the shame, the humiliation. <laughs> that you faced for my sake. That you faced for our sake. You died, you were buried like a mere man and you rose again conquering sin and death and grave. You died and you rose again for my sake delivering me from the bondage of sin and death. How can we say thank you? How can we say thank you? How can we say thank you? Evalendo stafali ke paronda stafane. Zembre koroste fale kendero stafali mandiri adosha. He is alive. He is risen. He is alive. He is risen. He is alive. He is risen. He sat at the right hand of God, making intercession for me. It's not enough that you paid the price and you died, but you continue to make intercession for me. You continue to make intercession for me. Resovande ke pos de fenica sutayen. Recos da palevende kosta pande vos de pali andosh. You delivered me from the bondage of sin and death. It is because of this price that you paid that I walk in freedom and liberty. Aya. Ze palevos da pande kosi fede kosta pande. Father, on this day, we choose to remember, we choose to remember. We choose to remember, we choose to remember. Come and lift your voice and begin to exalt the name of Yeshua. 
Zale koza fale masto pale vai. Come and lift your voice and begin to exalt his name. Zimbele voste peleve zimbrekas do fande. Come and lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice. Reza dosta pale voste pende kes do fali endosa paia. Ale zumba le vendika zumba Come on, he deserves more than your ordinary worship today. Marezo vale. Eka pale zombe le mendo kosha pale ba. Eke peze vende dere bosha pale ba. Come on, lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice. Ale mazoma le. Zimba le kosa fali mandosta pandi kazove. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Thank you, God. Zevala mazumba levende Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. You are worthy. Zeke pelos da fale bari andosaya. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You are worthy, you are worthy, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Who is like unto you, O God, King Jesus? Revando stapalika sofande. Who is like unto you, King Jesus? You were high and lifted up, high and lifted up. Oh, King Jesus, you were high and lifted up. Hey. You were high, you were high and lifted up. Oh. Oh, King Jesus, King Jesus, King Jesus. You are high and lifted up. You are high and lifted up. And you are high and lifted up. King Jesus, you are high and lifted up. King Jesus, you are high and lifted up. King Jesus, King Jesus, King Jesus. You are high and lifted up, King Jesus, King Jesus, King Jesus. You are high and lifted up, King Jesus, King Jesus, King Jesus. You are high and lifted up. 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 You are high 
lifted up. Oh, you are high and lifted up. King Jesus, you are high and lifted up. Hey, you are high and lifted up. King Jesus, King Jesus, King Jesus, you are high and lifted up. 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 in this place
worship you. Oh, be lifted hey. above all other gods. We lay our crowns and worship you. We all other
the fall. And you thought of me, you thought of me, and thought of me. Passover and Easter, as the world calls it, and thinking and meditating about the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. For me, it's a sober time. It's a sober time. It makes me reflect on whether or not I'm truly living a life that Christ died for. It causes me to take a step back and think about the trajectory of my life. You know, I know the picture that people like to paint about what Christ did on the cross, but it wasn't cute. It wasn't cute. It's not what we read in the storybooks. It's not what we see in the videos on YouTube. It was gruesome. It wasn't something that you can look at and, and smile. He was humiliated. Was humiliated. Zemando Shafale took upon the shame, battered and bruised for our sake. It wasn't cute. battered and bruised for my sake that I may be restored unto my father he took upon the shame that was meant for me he took my place it wasn't cute it wasn't cute he took my place for me you took the fall for me you took the fall for me the shame that was meant for me you took it the death that was meant for me you took it the punishment that was meant for me you took it the judgment that was meant for me you took it you 
the judgment that was meant for me, you took it. Oh, what can I render to you, my God, my God, my God? You took the fall, you took the fall for me. You took the fall, you took the fall for me. How can I ever repay you? How can I ever repay you? You know, I couldn't help but think that whenever I don't live the life that Christ died for, I am crucifying him all over again. When I don't walk in the things that he has called me to walk in, that he paid the price for, I am crucifying him all over again. Thank you for the cross. 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 And so in this time, in this moment in worship, I wanna I wanna make a call. I want to make a call, I want to make a call to different categories of people before we carry on in worship. Romans chapter 6 verse 8 to 11 it says, it says, now if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once and for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. We have been delivered from the bondage of sin and death, and therefore we ought to walk in the freedom that Christ has set us free. And so in this period where we choose to remember the sacrifice where we choose to remember the significance of the death, the burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. I want you to think and meditate upon your life and consider, have you been living the life that Christ indeed died for? I know you're saved. I know you've been born again for what, 10, 15, 20 years, for as long as you can remember. But have you been living the life that Christ died for? And if you know that you haven't, I want to give you an opportunity in this moment to just go before God and repent and say, God, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for taking the gift of salvation for granted. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. I'm sorry for taking the work of the cross for granted. Have mercy on me, O God. And if perhaps you were saved and, and, and at some point you, you fell off and you went back to your old ways, this is a great opportunity for you to say, Father, I come back. I come back. I come back to you. Thank you for Acknowledging the, the price that you paid. Acknowledging the price that you paid for me. Acknowledging the sacrifice that you worship. made. And finally, if you are listening to me right Thank now, you and you haven't given your life to Christ, if you're listening to me right now and you haven't accepted the gift of salvation, now is a great opportunity for you to do that. Now is a great opportunity for you to do that. And before I hand it over to, to, to Rev, I want to just lead you in a very quick prayer because I believe now is a moment for you to to surrender your life and your all to God. Thank you for I want to give you a moment. And I'm going to lead you in a very short prayer. If you're listening to me right now, I'm going to, listen, I'm going to lead you in a very short prayer. And I want you to repeat after me. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I come to you. Admitting that I have sinned against you. A most holy and righteous God. Say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. I accept that Jesus took my place on the cross. For the forgiveness of my sins. Say, Lord, now come into my heart. Make me a new creature in Christ. I give you permission to take over my life. Say, God, I give you permission to take over my life. Lead me. Direct me. Guide me. Fill me with your spirit. And I'll say, God, I confess. I confess that you, Jesus, are my Lord and Savior. Come and tell him, say, Lord, I confess that you, Jesus, are my Lord and Savior. I am a new creature in Christ. And I am saved. And I am saved. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together for God. And I am saved. I am a new creature in Christ. I am a new creature in Christ. And I am saved. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we bless you.
Father, we bless you. We bless you, we bless you, God. We bless you, God. We bless you. We love your name. We love your name. We bless you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We love your name. We love your name. To the only wise God our Father. Be blessing and glory and honor forever. Forever, forever, amen. To the only wise God our Father, be blessing, glory, and honor forever, 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 amen. One more time to the only wise God our Father. Be blessing, glory, and honor forever, 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 amen. To the only wise God, my Father, be blessing, glory, and honor forever, 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 amen. To the only wise God, God our Father, be blessing, glory, and honor forever, 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 amen. Forever, amen. Only wise God, my be blessing and glory, and I will love you forever, forever. Amen.
this resurrection Sunday give him praise give him praise thank him for the sacrifice responsible for your eternal salvation thank him for the ultimate prize come on lift your voice for those of you in this room lift your voice I want to hear you Bless the Lord with your soul and all that is within you. Bless the Lord with all that is within you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We give you glory, Jesus. I need that thing quickly, please. We worship you. We worship you, Silamakoma Etere. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. Thank you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We give you glory. We give you glory. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We give you glory. We give you glory. Father, we say. Thank you for the sacrifice. Thank you for the ultimate prize. Thank you that you rose, you didn't stay dead. Thank you for earning our praise. We don't just give it out of the kindness of our hearts. You earned it. Only you are worthy. We give you glory. Staring at the beauty of our King. We lift our hands. We bow our knees, staring at the beauty of our King. I worship, 
I worship you and I give you glory and I give you glory I worship you I worship you and I give you glory Thank you for the grave tore before you. You silence the boast of sinning. The heavens are already the praise of your glory. You were raised to life again. You have no rival. You have no equal. Now and forever, God, you reign. Yours is the kingdom, forever the glory. Yours is the name, above all names. Yours is the kingdom and the glory. What a wonderful name it is. What a wonderful name it is. The name that hell bound before when you spoke principalities and powers. You gave gifts to men. You led captivity captive. You disinherited thrones and dominions and bequeathed them to us, your offspring and younger siblings. No longer will we live beneath the station that you paid for in blood and tears. We ascend the hill of the Lord. We stand in your holy place with clean hands and a pure heart. We do not swear deceitfully or unto vanity. We come in the name of the one who is higher than high. And we take delivery of all that you have for us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Forever and ever we praise your name. Somebody clap your hands this morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are. Oh, you people, come on, clap those hands. And I want you to clear your throat, take a deep breath, and shout unto God. Come on, shout unto God. Take, leave the keys up, leave the keys up. Shout unto God, come on. Shout, 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 shout. Make a... Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now you can take them down. Grab a seat, everybody. Welcome to a special Resurrection Sunday service here at Kingdom Culture Central. My name. Let's take this off. You know, it's a, uh, it's it's Resurrection Sunday. Let's let's. Uh, uh, it's 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 the honor and privilege of my life uh, to celebrate what my Savior did. Um as Pastor Tosin was, was ministering and I was just chewing on what she was saying, so true. It is an insult in many ways for the believer to live a life and that's not just where sin is concerned. Sin is part of the equation. It is an insult for the believer to live a life that is substandard to the finished work of Christ. I want you to make up your mind today as we go into the word, uh, as we go into this next half of the week of apostolic, the, the week of uh, 
the Passover consecration journey, the week of apostolic emphasis, was the first half of that which we had last week. The flyer should go up on the screen if possible. Uh, we're taking a break today and tomorrow at 7 p.m. for personal and family prayer and consecration. We're back from Tuesday every night at 7 p.m. This week was preaching heavy. This week coming will be prayer heavy uh, as we press in for the fullness of all that God has for us. And our theme over this entire period is what? Somebody say, weep not. And I think we have an adequate scriptural foundation of what that phrase means, right? It's not just catchy anymore, is it? We have enough doctrine to press in for the manifestation of power. Amen? Amen, somebody? Amen, Amen somebody. Amen. All right. Uh, you're welcome to Kingdom Culture Movement. If you are joining us online, thank you for being a part of the family. Uh, our Nottingham Service Center, give God a shout of praise. Let the people hear you. Well, they probably won't be able to hear you, but give God a shout of praise anyway. Uh, and for those of us here in London, give God a shout of praise. For those of you in Lagos, Nigeria, give God a shout of praise. For those of you in the nation of Kenya, give God a shout of praise. And wherever you are, scattered all around oh i forgot edinburgh somebody give god a shout of praise in edinburgh and wherever you are tuning into this broadcast either in person or either on your own or part of a cluster group uh, we want you to know that we love you we appreciate you for being a part of this amazing family if you're joining us as a guest it's your first time or you're a regular uh, uh passerby or regular family member even if kingdom culture is not your home local church you are welcome a happy Resurrection Sunday to you, uh, a blessed Passover season to you. Uh, to repeat the good news, next week Sunday, somebody say next week Sunday. Who knows what's happening next week Sunday? Next week Sunday, for the first time, we will be opening the doors to our Holborn missions base and what that means i i i i i'm i'm not smelling the the same level of excitement that i feel in the room with me what it means is as of next week sunday kingdom controls kingdom culture look can i get a glass of water please help me somebody help me with some water kingdom culture central is officially opening its doors for weekly fully fledged in-person services if you are excited give god a shout of praise the address is on your screen. It means you don't need to register. You don't need to come into a studio. It won't be a broadcast where there's a couple of people who are allowed to be a part of the audience. Church is fully, somebody say fully. Church is fully open. Uh, and I am excited about that, even if you all in the room are not. Give God a shout of praise. Uh, and for the first Sunday, my brother, Apostle Gideon Odoma, who is actually in the United Kingdom as we speak, he came in today, will be with us. Uh, Apostle Gideon will actually be with us on Friday night, uh, virtually, Saturday in person at the Forge. Let's have the flyer, the 12 hours of prayer at the Forge, also at the Holborn location. And on Sunday, he will be the preacher for the first ever Sunday service at that location. And pretty much our first ever, quote-unquote, full-fledged, regular Sunday service in three years yeah it's three years isn't it give god a shout of praise i am i am i am looking forward to it all righty let's get to the word of the lord today uh, by the way tony please come give me a favor come quickly
Right, so come with me in your Bibles. Uh, our theme, as well as it has been for this whole week, is weep not. Someone say weep not. Uh, by the way, uh, just so you know, in kingdom culture, we don't have, quote-unquote, an official offering time. Therefore, if at any point in time you are led, moved, or understand from Scripture that you should be a financial reciprocator to wherever you receive spiritual impute from, the details are in the video description on the platform you are watching on uh, if the media team could flash them on the screen real quick that'd be great but they are also in the video description do as the lord serves as occasion serves you and as the lord leads you at any point oh that reminds me also um uh, our our campaign uh, for the Holborn Missions Base financial revamp is also going on as well. Um, we've shown you the pictures. You know what it looks like right now. Work has begun in earnest already. Like we said, we're raising £25,000 as a first installment towards putting that place in the kind of condition that is of excellence and glory for God, in addition to building a world-class media center, which we are opening up to the wider body of Christ to use and be a beneficiary of. If you want to be a part of this project, the details are in the description. Give and mark that gift with a reference. All right, before I go into the word today, I want to address something real quick. Uh, let's just, just, just kill the keys because this is serious. Now, I, I touched it on Saturday at the week of apostolic emphasis. By the way, wasn't that an amazing time in God's word and his presence? Uh, you know, DJ Rev was around and God did not disappoint. And I, I kind of enjoy the chilled out vibe. I think I might be doing a lot more stuff from that setting. You know, we can just talk, we can just chill. You know, maybe I'll bring my DJ playlist as well. But jokes apart, it was a great time of the word of God. And I want you to go back and listen because things were said that could and should change your life if possible. Are you just zooming on me just a little bit, guys? that can and will change your life if you give it permission to do so. But I went on a little detour uh, on Saturday, and I want to come back to that detour. And somebody would wonder, why on Resurrection Sunday are you repeating this issue? The answer is very simple. I was driving to church this morning, and the, the pressure of what Jesus did vis-a-vis -vis the rubbish that is presented in our generation in the representation of his name really hit me. If you're with me, say amen. amen. There was this burden of pain and frustration that I felt as regards what the Savior did and what in our generation we have presented as his representation. I skimmed through it very, very quickly. Uh, today I'm going to do it even quicker, but I want to repeat it and I want to give certain scriptures. It was on this pulpit at the start of the year, the end of last year in December or thereabouts that I said, that 2023 was going to be a year of exposure, right? That God was going to begin to visit his house and clean house 
and expose and judge things that have been presented in his name that are not. You will bear me witness that I am not a preacher who makes his living attacking other preachers. I, I, I'm too busy working for God. Amen. I have a family. I have biological children. I have spiritual prodigies. I have a church to pastor. I have, an, I have, I have a group of churches to shepherd and, and oversee. I don't have time. Secondly, I assume that if you are regularly under the shepherding of this umbrella, if I have been your pastor, shepherd, discipler, apostle, leader, mentor, any kind of, you know, word that would signify some sort of leadership, my first semester in the curriculum of leading anybody is training you to hear God for yourself. You guys know that, right? The first thing I get to, if, 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 if you come into my life either as a church or as an individual and I start to walk with you, I won't tell you what I'm doing, but the first thing, the first order of business after ascertaining your salvation is to put you in situations, in atmospheres, and orchestrate environments and encounters for you where you can hear God for yourself. And so I then assume that if you have successfully learned to discern the voice of God, that you will be equipped to figure out on your own without me announcing to you what is genuine and what is false. Over the last few years, I forgot that there are many of you who see me as a leader of some sort to whom I don't have the privilege of spending regular time with you to do these things. And so this is primarily for our online family. The word antichrist in the New Testament, anti, is pseudo. Pseudo Christos. Pseudo does not mean against. It doesn't mean in opposition of. You know what pseudo means? It means a perversion, a corruption, or a fraudulent copy of. that noise can you hear it okay all right that's fine pseudo means it will look like sound like act like pretend like but it is not and like i've said before i have never seen a false nine pound note never never someone say never Never in my life, me see a false five pound, nine pound note. Because there must be an original for a false copy to make sense. And the Bible is full of scriptures warning us, someone say warning us, about an impending wave of falsehood that will rise in the body of Christ in the last days. And it says, in the book, it says, for instance, that if possible, even the elect will be deceived. So I want to run you through a few scriptures very, very quickly on Resurrection Sunday. Why? I am here to protect not protect, I can't protect him, he's, he's big enough to protect himself, but I'm here to defend the integrity of my master's sacrifice. He did not die 
and rise for the nonsense that many of us have accepted in his name. And people ask and say, well, well why, are you, why, are you so, why are you so hot and bothered? Very simple. Because for every one person corrupted by the false, we now have double job to do in fixing. You see, leave people alone. I, I, I have no problem with unbelievers. I have no problem with sinners. I have no, see, whatever, whatever word you want to use, right? However horrible a person is, give him to me raw. But don't give me a person who has passed through the hands of the corrupted falsehood presenting itself to be Christ because that person is twice as hard to redeem and disciple because one you have corrupted the foundation of their reality secondly many times you have traumatized them and they now go around with a scar looking at the rest of us the same way so let's just do a very brief because i'm going to talk to you about weep not this morning but i'll do a very brief bible study on the issue of dealing identifying dealing with right and addressing falsehood in the body of Christ today. I'm not going to mention anybody's name. Im um the cap fit, im awerum. All right? I'm not calling anybody's name. If you look in the mirror and this fits you, don't shout, don't complain, and certainly don't waste time going on your TV channel to insult me. I don't care. What should you do? Someone say R-E-P-E-N-T. Someone say repent. All right. Let's go. To, let's start from the book of Revelation. Actually, actually, no, 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 Let's start from Jude chapter one. Now, media team, I'm going to need you to help me out. Actually, maybe I should just do this for my device here for the sake of time. So let's start from Jude chapter three. Chapter 1, sorry, verse 3. And I'm going to tie this into Passover and Jesus' sacrifice, and we're going to see what the Lord will do with us today. If you believe we're in for a journey of truth, say amen. amen. Jude chapter 1, verse 3. Beloved, beloved, When I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation. Someone say common salvation. So let's start here. Salvation is not just personal. Are you hearing me somebody? It's not just personal. This whole concept of everybody should mind their business. Only God knows what is in everybody's heart. I'm going to deal with those in a second. But salvation is a commonwealth. Somebody say commonwealth. Let's look at that word common. Let's look at the word common. Because it doesn't mean common as in cheap. It means common as in we share it. Look at the word common in the Greek. It's the word koinos. Someone say koinos. Someone say koinos. Someone say koinos. Say koinos shaped by all or several now in the context of being used about uh levitical things it's the word common or profane it, it, it in essence it, it was talking about the fact that something 
is either holy unto God. Come on, I told you the four categories of things in spirit realm, right? There are things that are holy, right? There are things that are clean. There are things that are common. And there are things that are unclean. So, so holy, sorry, clean or co clean, but common. Then there is unclean and then there's sinful. So this means here it is not special is what it means. It's so, for instance, in, in the context of talking about God, you would say something is holy unto God means it is set apart completely for God. Nothing else has a right to touch it, see it, or, or deal with it. The tithe, for instance, is holy. Someone said the tithe is holy. The tithe is, is, is holy. I, I, I'll move on. Amen. Okay. Now, the word, so this word common here means this salvation is not special. It is shared or shaped by many. So if you and I, Pastor Tosin, are partners, okay, I'll give you an example. So, you know, Pastor Tosin and Dorinda run an amazing business, amen, called Swari and Co. If you have a wedding, an event, a corporate thing, they'll, they'll get you right, amen. I, I recommend them so much that I recommend them to my own blood family, amen. They planned an event this year for somebody who shares the same womb as me. So, you know, hit them up. So, imagine Dorinda going out in public with Soiree and Co. on a t-shirt, right? And acting the fool. Just completely off on one. Just, 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 just completely ra random. Just swearing, insulting people. Do you know who I am? Just acting like a black Karen. While wearing sorry and co. Or going for a sorry job. Insulting the host. Insulting the guests. Insulting the bride at the wedding. Throwing water in the groom's face. And then when Tosin says, Dorinda, what are you doing? And say, hey, mind your business. This is personal. This is my life. Take off the shirt. Simple. We are dealing with a common salvation. It is a commonwealth because it is shaped by several of us. So what you do in the name of Jesus is my business. Look at your neighbor say what you do is my business. It's my business. It's my business. We're going to come to Jude back in a second. But let's start from here. What you do in the name of of Jesus affects all of us so each of us has a right to an opinion on your life look at him but say I have a right to an opinion on your life yeah I do oh I oh, oh. Do, do you believe this yes I do <laughs> Ali Akaba We'll come back to Jude in a second. Whew. Come with me to 2 Timothy chapter 2. It's going to lay a foundation. And if, in fact, if, if this ends up being it, so be it. 2 Timothy chapter 2. Let's deal with some common myths. 2 Timothy chapter 2. Verse 19, 
Nevertheless, someone say nevertheless. The foundation of God, someone say the foundation of God. Stands sure. Having this seal. Someone say foundation. Someone say foundation. What is the foundation? What is the foundation? It's the base upon which everything else is built. If there's something wrong with the roof of a house, we're okay. If it's a, yeah, it's very easy. The roof is the most easily fixed part of a house. I'm telling you the roof is the most easily fixed part of the house. I'm not saying if it collapses, I'm saying there's a problem, not when it starts to fall. If there's a problem, we're okay. If there's a problem with the walls, we are, we can be okay. If there's a problem with the foundation, we're in trouble. Because the principle is, same thing with injuries, right? If you, in, if you have a, a hand injury as a sportsman, as long as you don't play a sport where you need to use your hand, like tennis or throwing a ball if you're a quarterback in American football, but if you have a hand injury, you're semi-okay. The lower down your body the injury occurs, the more problem you have with mobilization because at the bottom, you are holding up far more weight. Does that make sense? If there is a foundation problem, that whole building is compromised. It means that roof and those walls may have to come down to fix it. The Bible says, if the foundation, this is Psalm 11 verse 3. Let's go there real quick. Psalm 11 verse 3. If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? You see why, no matter how righteous you are, Tony, there's a problem with revival in your generation. Because the Bible says even the righteous is at a loss if a foundation is a problem. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Let's go back to Timothy. What does Timothy call the foundation of the Lord? It says the foundation of God stands sure. It has this seal. Someone say this seal. So what is the seal of the foundation of the Lord? What is the, in essence, a seal is an insignia. It is a sign that something has been approved. It means God has stamped this as carrying his emblem. God has quality controlled this. Having this seal. What is the seal? Let everyone. First of all, it says the Lord knows those that are his. Someone said the Lord. The Lord knows that are his. He knows. But it doesn't say he's the only one who knows. As I'll show you in a second. The word knows there also means the Lord has intimacy with those that are his. Someone said the Lord has intimacy. The Lord does business. The Lord goes into a room in private and 
and has an interaction that we can see by what pregnancy comes forth in public with those that are his. Are you following me? Notice it does not say the Lord anoints those that are his. The Lord empowers those that are his. He does what? He knows them. Oh, y'all ain't talking to me. Okay, YouTube, this guy's in the room, ain't doing anything for me. Help me out. Matthew chapter 7. We'll come back to 2 Timothy. Matthew chapter 7. I, I told you I want to build a case, right? Okay. So if anybody responds to this case with emotional shouting, don't tell them my pastor said. Tell them my pastor said the Bible said. If they can refute the Bible, don't listen to your pastor. Does that make sense? If anybody makes a case that undoes the scriptural case I'm making today, I give you permission to believe that person. As long as they can make it from the Bible correctly. Matthew 7 verse 21. Matthew 7 verse 21. Let me show you why it is the seal of the foundation that the Lord knows those that are his. And notice it doesn't say the Lord knew. It is present continuous. The Lord is consistently knowing. Whatever knowing is, it is consistently happening between the Lord and those that are his. All right, let's go there. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. Media team, help me out. Let's go. Yeah, good. Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Not everyone who names his name, right? He then says, but he or she that does the will of my father. In essence, there is a cadence called the will of God. There is a standard called God's expectation. And only those who practice it enter the kingdom. Now, I've told you before, when you see kingdom of heaven in the Bible, it's not talking about heaven as a destination. It's talking about a system of authority and governance. In essence, you can enter the kingdom of heaven right now on the earth. Jesus says, repent, the kingdom is here. John said it was near. Jesus said it was here. So, if someone will be, if any kind of operation, if any kind of supernatural dominion authority or activity is of the kingdom of heaven, it will be because the individual who is functioning in the kingdom, meaning the authority that comes from God's heaven, is a practitioner of the will of God. Are you hearing me? Only practitioners of the standard of God and I will show you that standard in a second, clearly from scripture, qualify to wield the authority that comes from having been in the authority system of heaven, aka the kingdom. Verse 22 then says, many, someone say many. Someone say many. Many will say unto me that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? And notice Jesus didn't say, you didn't prophesy in my name. 
In your name did we not cast out devils and have done many wonderful works. Let's look at the word wonderful. It will shock you or it may shock you if you haven't looked at this before. Let's look at the word wonderful. Wonderful works. It's the word dunamis. Someone say dunamis. You get it now? What does dunamis mean? Power, miracle, strength, mighty. Listen, the power and influence which belongs to riches and wealth. Power and resources arising from numbers. Power for performing miracles. Power consisting in or resting upon armies, forces, and hosts. In essence, dunamis includes miracles, signs, wonders, numbers, money. What you and I today have taken to be the standard of divine approval in ministry. Are you following me? Talk like you are. Type like you are. In my name you have, and in thy name have done many wonderful works. Jesus then says in verse 23, I will profess unto them, my response will be, I never knew you. This is bad. He is not saying, I used to know you. Because there are three categories of believers and therefore ministers. Because we must first remember that the minister is first a believer. And when we stand before God, we won't stand as ministers, Tilayo. We will stand as believers who God gave instructions. If your instruction, yours is more, but let's give an example. If your instruction was to raise a home and mine was to pastor a church, God will not treat the two instructions separately. We will each give an account. You give an account for your family. I'll give an account for my family plus the church. Does that make sense? And my title, my bishopric, my chain will not assist me in that day. So the three categories of believers and therefore ministers. There are those who God knows. There are those who God knew. And there are those who God never knew. Let me repeat, there are those who God knows, present tense. There are those who he used to know. And there are those he never knew. And another day I will, I will show you the biblical classification of each of the three using biblical examples. I'll give you an example. God knew David. God used to know Saul. You understand? You get it? God, you, God, God currently knew David. God used to know Saul. Used to know Saul. And God never knew Ahab. And the Ahab God never knew still had divine intervention in his life. But we'll talk about that another day. But let's go back, media team. Yes, Delaros, search me and know me. That's the prayer. 
That's the prayer every man or woman who claims to speak for God must ask every morning. As your feet hit the floor or at whatever point in the day, but at some point during every 24 hours, every man or woman who claims to be God's emissary must ask God, search me and know me. Bible says to search or to try yourself to see whether you still be in the faith. The fact that you were in the faith yesterday doesn't mean you're in the faith today. Who am I talking to? May it not be you in Jesus' name. Okay, let's go back. Is there a problem? I can't see this on my screen. Do I need to do something? Is, is, uh, is the scripture on the screen? Okay, that's fine. Maybe it's just my computer. Let's keep going. What's going on here? Okay, cool. I never knew you. Depart from me. And what is the sign that he gives to explain that he never knew them? He calls them workers of iniquity. Workers of iniquity. That phrase is deep for several reasons. Reason number one is this. It, iniqui remember, we, we know what iniquity means in kingdom culture, don't we? Iniquity is not sin. Sin is the child of iniquity. Iniquity is the internal disposition, the weakness, the bent, the twistedness in the nature that sin takes advantage of to birth transgression. So the Bible says these people don't just have iniquity. They practice it. So I'm not talking about somebody who has a fault. They're crying out to God to help them from. I mean a person who is a blatant expatriate, a, 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 an artisan, a technocrat, a skilled performer of iniquity. Somebody who has given themselves to the, to the didactic, hey, Shani Alavati, help me somebody, expression. But secondly, and this is where it's dangerous, let's look at the word work in Greek because this will, should shock you if you haven't seen it before. Someone said the man is talking Bible. Say he hasn't called any name. He said, yeah, no, I won't call any name. I won't call any name. Egazomai. But you know, those of you in private know I will call the name in private. Okay, so call me in private and ask. See, I, 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 won't, and I will not come and say, stay away from this person, but ask me. Call a person's name and I will tell you. And you can do with that what you want. Amen? All right. So, Egazomai does what? To work, to labor, to trade, to make gains by trading. To do business, to work out, exercise, perform, commit, to cause to exist, to produce. So you see what this working iniquity means? It means not only are these people practitioners of sin, they do business, they trade in it, listen, and when you trade, what do you get? Profit or loss? So if your trade succeeds, what do you get? profit so if you are a trader in iniquity and you gain profit what does that mean it means somebody else is added to the lineage of iniquity they don't just work in sin they are traders 
in iniquity. In essence, they gain a profit. Iniquity multiplies by their ministerial activity. Does that make sense? It means their sphere of influence is a resource tool in the hands of the devil to birth iniquity. And that's why Jesus says, get away from me. I never knew you. You prophesied in my name. You did mighty works in my name, right? You raised numbers and money in my name. And Jesus says, I never, someone say never. I never knew you. Let's go back. I told, see, you know what? We, we, this will be our resurrection sermon. Amen. Someone say amen. We will take our time. So like I said, you won't say my pastor said. You say my pastor said the Bible says. And anybody who will sway you should also present the Bible. Listen, and they should present it with the same line upon line dexterity your pastor is doing now. They shouldn't just quote one scripture. They should tell them to make their case, right? In the same didactic system, devoid of emotion. And I'm showing you some things because I want you to have a tool. Because when they start to make their case in response, I'm showing you the holes in the case already, right? The scriptures I'm picking are designed to show you. Pastor, your lawyer, right? A good prosecutor will tell you in advance what the defense will say, right? When they're making their case, they'll say, Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, the defendant will tell you A, B, and C, and C. Let me tell you in advance why that's rubbish. Okay. Now, 2 Timothy chapter 2, let's go back. It says, the foundation of God stands sure. It has this seal. It means this is the sign that this is, in essence, the sign that you are building on God's foundation is this. Again, the word no. The Lord knows them that are his and, again, the word iniquity. In the mouth of two or three witnesses that a matter be confirmed. Let everyone that names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Let everyone that names the name of Christ. Someone say it's our name. My father told me the night before I went off to university. He said, son, this last name, right, is bigger than either of us. Don't do anything that would disgrace it. Your first name is your name. If you know, I mean... First name is your name. If you hear that, God forbid, a Tosin did something crazy. There's many Tosins in the earth. So that's fine. But when your last name comes into the equation, there is a small number of people that share that name. My dad said this name. Let me, let, let me use the words that I now use with my children. This is a commonwealth. This name is a trust. We all have shares in it. Don't spoil it. 20 years from now, when Kadesh walks into any room around the world, any, watch this space, write it down. 
9th of April, 2023, I said, when Kadesh and Jomi walk into any room on the planet, from the White House to a government house to a, to, to a CEO's house, whatever, and they hear their son name, doors will open. When any of you walk into any place and you mention the name Kingdom Culture, doors will open. A day will come when employers will tell their HR managers, find us a Kingdom Culture member. So don't spoil our name for us. Let everyone that names the name of Christ depart. Someone say depart. Depart from iniquity. Verse 20, in a great house are many vessels. The vessels of gold, silver, wood, and earth. Some to honor and some to what? Dishonor. If a man purges himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet, suitable for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. This is the problem. We have people who, will, who did not wait to be prepared for good works, who ran off with good gifts. Verse 22, look at this. Flee youthful lusts. Follow righteousness, faith, charity, meaning love in action, peace with them, someone say with them, that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Someone say out of a pure heart. It means not every heart that calls upon the Lord is pure. Someone say it's not every heart is pure. Someone say, not every heart is pure. Okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Someone say, Bible. Someone say, Bible. Bibles, Bibles, disciples. And we're not kingdom skanking here. There's no skanks in our kingdom. <laughs> Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1. Let's go to verse 15. Some indeed preach Christ even of envy and strife. Some also of goodwill. The one preach Christ of contention, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my bonds. The other of love, knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. What then, notwithstanding, every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. Someone say Christ is preached. Yeah. Suppose making it clear. Don't get it twisted. Yes, we're happy that Christ is being preached. But not everyone who is preaching Christ is doing it from the right source. And secondly, notice why Paul says he's happy. He's not happy that people are preaching. He's happy that Christ is being preached. Someone say Christ. Someone say Christ. So second barometer, what are you preaching? Is it found 
within the governance of the system called Christ. In essence, who is the attention being called to? What is the fruit of the labor of your doings? Whose name is being exalted and platformed? In, I, I don't want this to go on too long because there's other scriptures popping in my head I want to show you. First of all, by what spirit, according to my bro, by which spirit, right? Theophilus, right? It's very simple. Our spirit will only ever glorify Jesus, the Bible says. Let's go there, let's go there. Let's go. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to run. Okay, let's go there. Let's go there, let's go there, let's go there, let's go there. 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 Let's look at how the Holy Spirit works. John chapter 16. John 16. How do you know Christ is being preached? John 16. Verse 14. How be it when the Spirit of truth is come... He will guide you into all truth. Listen, this is how you know the Holy Spirit is working. He shall not speak of himself. He shall not speak of himself. Am I saying a preacher cannot use his life or experiences as an example? That's not what I'm saying. Speak of himself means his message will not be self-exalting. He has not come to bear witness of his own greatness. But whatever, whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. Someone say things to come. Uh, that, that's a different story, but let's not go there. Because notice, he didn't say he would tell you things that have happened before. But I digress. The Holy Spirit's job is not to tell you your credit card number and what you had for breakfast. He may tell you to get your attention. But his primary duty in the prophetic is to tell you of what? Things to... Someone say things to, someone say things to, that's a very good barometer for the prophetic. If it only ever deals with things in the past, it's a problem. But let's move on. He shall glorify me. Someone say glorify me. Glorify. Let's look at the word glorify. It's the word doxatso from the word doxa. To think, suppose, to be of opinion, to praise, extol, magnify, celebrate, to do honor, hold in honor, make glorious, adorn with luster, clothe with splendor, make renowned, render illustrious. Listen, to cause the dignity and worth of some person or thing to become manifest and acknowledged. So to glorify Christ, you must first identify Christ, right? What is Christ? Notice I didn't say who. What is Christ? The anointed one, the Mashiach. The one who has been set aside by the oil of consecration as prophet, priest, and king. The governor of God's kingdom. The one who when he came said in the advent of his flesh said, 
I only ever do what I see my father do. If you have seen me and my father, we are one. The one who the Bible refers to as the word made flesh. Someone say the word. The logos, the nature and counsel of God. So what is the product of this ministry or anointing or gift? Does it first of all clearly define Christ? Because you can't magnify something that you've not defined. That make sense? Does it reveal Christ first and secondly in its manifestation? Is Christ, meaning the Bible's definition of who and what Christ is, is that presented in a light that makes it attractive? And, and listen, Do people want to be like Christ as the overflow of this activity? I'm not saying the people want to come to church. I'm not saying the people want to become a Christian, quote and unquote. Because it is fashionable today to be a Christian. I mean, do people want to sign up to follow the example of his earthly and pre-adventure expression? Are men arrested and further down the path of pursuit and surrender to him? If the answer is no, it's not the Holy Spirit working. And for those of you who grew up in the West, you don't understand what I mean. But if you grew up where I grew up, you know that there are many spirits. Are you hearing me? If, you've ever, if, if like me, you've ever walked past a shrine or a traditional groove, you will know that much of what we feel in church in the 21st century is very similar to that atmosphere. If you're in the room or in Nottingham, Lagos, anywhere you are, or in the comment section, and you have ever been in a shrine or around a, a demonic manifestation, please let me know in the comment section. Spiritual encounters are very similar. On the surface, there is not much difference to the flesh, to the sensation of the flesh, between the Holy Spirit and any other spirit. The difference is in your Noah. Someone say, my Noah. The, the thing that knows. There is a faculty in the believer that will resonate with God and against what is not God. But in terms of your emotional experience, almost every spirit can mimic another. Let me take it deeper. I can simulate worship for many of you. With instrumentals that have nothing to do with God. Think back to when you were in the club. And then the slow jams came on. Didn't you cry? Many of you. Oh my song. We do not judge the manifestation of a spirit by how we feel. We judge it by what it produces. The Bible says, by their fruit, you shall know them. Wisdom is just, I'm running through, I, I can't show you all of this scripture, but you know, wisdom is justified of her children. And the Bible defines two classes of wisdom. A wisdom from above that is pure and peaceable and one from beneath that is sensual and devilish. And it says you must wait to see the product before you judge it. So barometer number three 
show me the product of your ministry. Not in numbers, but in quality. Let me take a sample of those who drank and ate at your table. Those who were under your influence on a regular basis, right? Let me, let me observe those who are the outworking of your apostolicity. And by, listen, listen, listen. This, and I, I, I've taught you guys this principle before, haven't I? In a biological family, you can tell the altar in that family by what happens to the children. Watch children in the family. And I don't mean children, I don't mean whether or not they make a mistake or not. I'm saying watch the happenings to the children. So I say to the children. It will give you an idea. And notice I'm not saying when they grow. While they are children. Because they are just reflections of the light shining in the mirror. It's the same in a spiritual house or a ministry. Whether or not it's a church. Who did you birth? Who did you produce? And can there be bad eggs? Yes. Can there be black sheep? Yes. But we cannot see a consistent conveyor belt of rubbish and not point to the source. Does that make sense? So I'm not saying there can be several bad eggs. But if almost everyone that is a reflection of you or product of you smells of the same odor, especially if you, as the quote-unquote father in the Lord, are not seen to have a problem with that odor, there's a problem. When a father sees something that did not come from him, there's an aggression that rises in him. When a father sees something that he has been hiding in secret, manifesting in his children, there's little he can say. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. I, I don't want to get sidetracked on this. Let's keep going. Let's go back. Second Timothy. So the seal of the foundation of God is this. Let those who name him depart from iniquity. All right? Okay. Let's go back to Revelation, to Jude, sorry. Jude says, when I gave all diligence to write to you of the common salvation, meaning salvation is a commonwealth, it was needful for me to write unto you, listen, and to exhort you. Jude says, I had to write it and I had to, do you know what exhort means? It means to admonish with great intensity that you should earnestly contend for the faith pause contrary to what you were taught it doesn't mean fight for your faith the bible says faith comes does that make sense now do you need to fight to preserve your faith yes there are things you need to do stay away from certain atmospheres certain music certain people don't sin you know read your Bible. so yes I, I i'm not saying there's not an element where you can you have to contend to steward your faith but this is not what he's talking about he says contend earnestly for the faith that was once delivered to the saint and we know the context he's talking about because verse 4 makes that context very very clear are you following me 
There was a faith, Tony. Can I, guys, can I walk around? I'm, I feel a bit constricted. I need to move. This, kind of, this word is moving me, so I need to move. There was a faith that was delivered to the saints. There is an empirical purity test of the faith. The faith is not subject, Pastor Tosin, to every generation's interpretation and cultural idiosyncrasies. The faith is not subject to what you think, what you want. It's not subject to your culture, your generation, to your, to your circumstances. Does that make sense? The faith is not subject to what is convenient to you. You don't get to say, I have a problem with masturbation, so I'm going to adjust the faith to make... Does that make sense? You don't get to say, I want a second wife, and so I'm going to adjust the faith. Are you hearing me, somebody? You don't get... She's you to move you don't get to say you are greedy and therefore i'm going to adjust the faith to become a money-making enterprise there is a faith someone said there is a faith there is a faith someone said there is a faith when the bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for it's not just talking about your faith the things hoped for i taught you before last year was what our forebearers in the Old Testament bled, died, and believed God for. It was the evidence of things not seen, things that were promised, and in essence, what you and I call salvation was built on the blood, the sweat, the tears, the consecration, the fasting of several. Ayama, help me, Holy Spirit. I told you guys this thing hit me this morning. And it was signed on a day like today, 2,000 years ago, in his blood. Give me some keys. Same one. Isaiah was sown in half. Peter was crucified upside down. Take it down. Peter was crucified upside down. John was fried in oil. Abraham left his house and walked in the desert for 25 years with no child. Y'all ain't hearing me. Ezekiel lay on his side for 365 days eating poop. Men and women paid with their blood, their lives, their tears. British missionaries came to Africa and died of mosquito bites and malaria. Men were ostracized, demonized, flogged, whipped, abandoned, slandered. Men like David Brenner died at 28 or 29, sorry, of exhaustion because he would not rest propagating the gospel. People fasted, prayed, studied their Bible, preached. And then someone will come from somewhere in one miserable generation and corrupt this thing and make mockery of it and expect some of us to be silent. On the day he died, you see, you, I want to say this in my mother's language. Ojo tie. Try help me translate. You don't have shame. Erobae. Translate. You know fear. 
come to song and sing songs like the hey he wept for me he wept for me on the way to calvary and you, you, you As songwriter says, they hung him wide, hung him high. They stretched him wide. They pierced him in his nails and his ankles. You see that towel you see in all those movies? Remove it. He was naked, completely disgraced. Armed robbers mocked him. Said, if you're the if you're Messiah, come down now. So just slapped him and said, prophesy. Wait, 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 we heard that before. Prophesy. I'm not calling anybody's name. I'm just preaching the Bible. Prophet with the blood. See, the, the, the spirit that it took my Savior's death to release. You come into a service and you act like you are Richard Pryor on a stage. Prophesy. You call someone's number that you drop the mic and say, hey, then they call you Papa, Major, whatever. You are an What's your name? Who's tossing? Then you walk out. You walk out while they're clapping. Like, you know, like, I mean, and, and, and silly Christians laden with lusts cannot see through the self-aggrandizement. Hey, man of God. Let's go back. Jude. Contend for the faith someone say fight fight yes jude was saying look 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 at verse four certain men have crept in unawares while everybody was running trying to build their own empire while everybody was distracted while the watchmen were eating certain men crept in now it means see, listen to creep in means you were never in i told you there's some who god used to know those ones can repent. There are some who he never knew. And I'm telling you, there are people on your screens today. There are people in the social media space today. There are people who have captured the heart of a generation who God never knew. They crept in unawares. Before of old ordained to this condemnation. Listen, ungodly men turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness. No one who ever, see, see, listen to me, listen to me. The Bible says, God says, if there's a prophet among you, right? I will reveal myself to him. Someone say, reveal myself to him. Nobody who God ever revealed himself to can do certain things. The one me I met. Don't that the one I met. The one who woke me up at 6 a.m. in the morning one day, at 6.10, sorry, when I overslept, and said, I was waiting for you at 6. I said, I'm sorry, I was tired. And the one who told me don't go to preach somewhere, and because it was my friend, I went. And as I came off the pulpit, I told me, the next time you force me onto a platform, I didn't intend to go, I will replace you. That one is the one you are prophesy. That one. It's the one where you can you can get to a place and 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 and, and connive with people and pay them to act. Ayala is the one where you can leave your secretary's office without adjusting her skirt and walk to the pulpit and perform that one. 
No, sir. Mm -mm. We didn't. No, 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 no. See, see, see. There are iamakusi. Oh, lafa to laplakatia. Before God licenses a man or woman to be his mouthpiece, he will first reveal himself. You know why? He's telling you these are the do's and don'ts. Can you make mistakes? Yes. And he will then call you either by elders or by his spirit to rebuke you. I'm talking about flagrant, consistent egregious excesses you didn't meet him and that's why the bible says listen lay hands on no man suddenly that you be not partakers of any man's sin see to all the papas including the papas who are my age and younger now because now there are people who are 19 who are papas so papas hear me clearly everybody you papa who fits this description the bible says you're, you're partaker of their sin can we go back to the point of the body of Christ where before we gave you the right hand of fellowship, the Bible says, Paul says, when the apostles observed the grace of God on my life, can we start observing people and not just observing their gift? Can we start observing the product of their gifts and lives before we give them the right hand of fellowship? Because look at see, oh, there's no time, but, but look at the book of Acts. Read it for yourself. Paul got to Jerusalem and nobody wanted to relate with him. And then Barnabas showed up and vouched for him. Then the apostles accepted him. And when the apostles accepted him, all of a sudden, Paul became mainstream. This is how they creep in. They creep in by finding undiscerning or undiscerning watchmen or watchmen whose eyes have been dim like Eli. They creep in by finding people who are either compromised or just undiscerning and hear me one of the ways it happens the bible says a gift will corrupt someone say corrupt not every offering is to be received man of god not every offering is to be received see this is things you don't learn when you run too quickly these are these are things our fathers taught us at the end of our training this is why it's dangerous to leave training too quickly. Because if God raises you under the hand of a discipler, there's a curriculum. Does that make sense? And there are things that are designed for the end of the curriculum. If you leave midway, you won't hear them. Our fathers taught us these things. Look at me. Number one, you don't receive a gift from everybody. And that's why it's good to hear God for you open the envelope. Man of God, listen to me. Don't, don't, don't check the envelope before you ask God whether or not you should accept it. In fact, let me go further. Don't wait till the envelope is opened. Or offered, sorry. There are places you go to, God will warn you in advance. Listen to me. Where you're going to today, anyone who comes to you with a seed is not me. Number two, you don't go to every pulpit not every open door was opened by god not every invitation must be honored and that includes social media invitations everything invitation today instagram live twitter live every not every not all visibility is good there are people listen and hear me 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 look at 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 me especially those of you in kingdom culture look at me very carefully look at me very carefully see 
and I say this with no contradiction or honor and glory to God, people know your house. I'm I, I, they know your house, trust me. And whether or, not you, whether or not you honor your house, they do. Does that make sense? You, you, you may do, yeah, it's my house, my family. This house is, has been given by God a great name in the nations of the earth. There are people who want a photo up with you. They want a picture with you. They want a screenshot of you on their platform. Does that make sense? There are people who just want to be seen with you. Man of God, listen to me. You may think you're struggling in some village somewhere. And this, the man knows what people... The people who don't show up at your church, they know what you stand for. That man wants to be seen beside you on Instagram. So those people who don't come to your church, maybe because you lack excellence or there's an issue. In essence, the things that can be easily corrected for your ministry to boom, he has corrected them. But then the things that are required to be the foundation of God, he will not pursue them. He will fix what you can fix in two months with the depth of... the gravity in his soul and he just wants to be seen beside you and you with your bigot ah god opened the door there's doors where your destiny dies there's altars where your anointing dries does that make sense there's places you associate with that will take you six months to fix i'm talking from experience don't make my mistake there's places you go to when you come back god will say i'll see you in three months there's associations you have where you borrow problems See, if strange impulses start showing up in your life, things you never struggled with all of a sudden, check who have I been mingling with? Does that make sense? I have caught certain... <laughs> I've caught certain sons of perdition. God gave me grace to catch them by observing new struggles show up in my life. Does that make sense? I've not masturbated since 2004. Me, at my big age, I wake up in the morning and it's an, oh, no, it's a lie. Don't just bind it. Who, 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 from where? Trace it. God give you understanding. Satan almost killed me. I told you guys the story. Remember I told you guys that for four years, I didn't realize that my wife was a woman when we were cutting. And then six to nine months to our wedding, all of a sudden, I woke up one day and this revelation came that this is a woman and that I like women. I'm very heterosexual, believe me. I have two children to show for it and they're not my beard. Does that make sense? The story, I, the part of the story I never told you before is it came from somewhere. The person I told you who God told me, if you go, what, what you did, I'll judge you for if you do that again. I eventually said, oh boy, I've done my research. This thing I'm struggling with is coming from you. Confess it. He said, no, I mean, I said, I'm telling you I prayed and God showed me something about you. He said, no, it's a lie. One week later, one of his victims came to meet me. Some of you just die. You just, you just fall into nonsense. You used to be able to fast three days, no problem. Now you wake up in the morning at seven. If you don't eat, you want to die. It's not normal. I'm almost done. Five more minutes and I'm done. And I mean that. There's a faith that was delivered. The Bible says we must contend for it. So forgive us. You can call us all the names you want, right? We know 
what it cost us to see. You can mess up because you didn't pay a price to receive that faith. The people who follow you can complain because you didn't pay a price to pass the faith on. To, does that make sense? But I, I'm surrounded by people in this room who've paid a price. For those of you watching online, right? The people in this room here and in Nottingham who've paid a price for this altar you enjoy. And I don't mean they paid money to buy the pulpit and the, and the camera. The people whose blood, sweat, tears, fasting, praying, holiness, purity. So, so what the anointing you are enjoying is not just the product of one man. There's a conclave of people who have paid with their lives for what you enjoy. So when they see perversion, forgive them for being upset. The faith was not free. The price was paid by someone and has consistently been paid by its purveyors. The Bible says contend for it. So next time somebody says, mind your, no, tell them I'm contending for the common faith because of these men who have crept in on the ways. Revelation chapter 2. Three more minutes. Unto the angel of the church in Ephesus. What's the word angel there? Messenger. John was writing to a human being who was assigned over a church, a message directly from Jesus. Jesus re reveals himself as the one who holds the seven stars. And walks in the midst of the seven candlesticks. I know your works. And your labor. Listen. Your patience. Listen. And how you cannot bear them that are evil. Jesus is commending the pastorate of a local regional church. He says, well done for not being able to bear those that are evil. But people want us to keep quiet in our generation. When we see promiscuous foolishness and i don't just mean sexual promiscuity i mean spiritual promiscuity means things that come from cavorting with demonic idolatrous systems we should keep quiet how you cannot bear them that are evil you have tried them which say they are apostles someone say tried sir you will be tried with your prophet and apostle and evangelist title ted's not girls and night ted only god knows no that's not what the bible teaches I'm stopping here for that. I'll do a part two. I'll show you more scriptures. I just don't have time. Bible is very, the Bible commands us to judge certain things that claim to speak for God. Second Timothy. Timothy gives us a clear... How did, how did we get this far? There's a clear standard to be a Christian. Then there's a standard to be a deacon. Then there's a standard to be a bishop overseer there's a standard someone say standard standard it's in the bible you don't need greek to understand it you tried them you tried meaning there is a test for fivefold ministry that see is that if you if you could try them it means there was a curriculum so who who holds the curriculum for trying Apostolic, prophetic, and fivefold gifts. And are not. And has found them to be what? Liars. Someone say liars. Two more scriptures. Acts 20. 
the words of a father to his children on his way out of this planet. Acts 20. Let's go to verse 29. Acts 20, 29. Paul is saying bye-bye to the church in Ephesus. This is the last time he probably will see them in the flesh. Take heed to yourselves. Now, who is he talking to? Who is he talking to in verse 28? Who is he talking to? He's talking to people like me. You see the word overseer there? So next time you say, stop complaining. Paul is talking to me. I'd rather listen to Paul than you. Respectfully. Actually, disrespectfully. With all, with all due disrespect. Take it unto yourselves. Meaning, I must first judge me. And to the flock. So if you are a pastor and you are opening up your spirits to rubbish, you will be judged both for the damage in your life and the collateral damage in the lives of the people you are a conduit to. And to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers. Feed the church of God which he has purchased with his blood. I told you this is why it's a resurrection Sunday message. What we're fighting about now was the very life and death work of Jesus. For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you. Not sparing the flock, also of your own selves. These are the ones who Jesus used to know. The wolves are the ones he never knew. These ones are the ones he used to know. And of your own selves men shall arise, speaking perverse things to draw disciples after them. Therefore watch and remember that by the space of three years, I cease not to warn everyone night and days with tears. We'll come back to Acts 20. Whew. Let me show you this one before I come back to Acts 20. We'll end with that for today. Someone say for today. 2 Timothy 4. 2 Timothy 4. Verse 3. Let's start from verse 1. Who is Paul talking to? Timothy. Who is Timothy? An overseer. Someone say someone like you, Rev. So again, with all due disrespect, I'm doing what my forefather Paul taught me to do. Preach the word. Be instant in season out of season. How are you supposed to preach the word? See the semicolon. Say reprove. Say rebuke. Say reprove. Correct. Say rebuke. Exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. Paul says I should reprove and rebuke. And Paul gave me an example. When Peter, who God knew, stepped out of line, the Bible says Paul said, I rebuked him to his face. I didn't keep quiet because it was Peter. Does that make sense? Preach the word, be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Hello? generation but after their own loss shall they heap up to themselves teachers having itching ears they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned onto fables this is how it happens they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned in onto 
stories. So what's the solution? Let's go back to Acts 20. This is the solution, verse 32. And now, brethren, I commend you to God. Someone say to God. If the day comes, look at me, everybody. The day comes where Reverend Israel de Siave starts to teach you that I am your conduit to God. Go to the elders of kingdom culture. Ask them to stage an intervention. If I don't listen to them, the elders know who to go to. Trust me, they know. They've been briefed, right? Go and gather all my brothers and say, your bro is on the way to destruction. Oh. Fly them down. Use church money. Fly them down to the UK. Shock me. Don't tell me in advance. Just let me walk one day into the office and see all of them. Apostle Femi, Reverend Austin, Apostle Gideon, Pastor Shegun. Right? All of them sat down there. Say, bro, sit down. If that doesn't work, go and call the fathers. Get Bishop Bismarck, Pastor Musa, Reverend Kola, Reverend Sid, all of them. Right? And if that doesn't work, come and kneel down. Say, Rev, it's been the honor of my life up until today, walking with you. I hope I'll see you in heaven. Bye. I commend you to God, not to a man, not to a brand, and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up, and give you an inheritance among all them that are sanctified. His word. Someone say his word. Read it for yourself. And judge everything by it. Run from places where they want to make the sermon 5-10 minutes. Run from places where the sermon has been over-dramatized. I have no problem with a dramatized sermon. I mean, there is very little word. I'm very plenty entertainment around the so-called word. Dramatic sermons are beautiful, done properly. That word will build you up. It will give you your inheritance among the sanctified, meaning it will tell you this one here. Mba. Stand with me. We'll do part two. Our generation will see what he died for, especially on Passover. Our generation will enjoy what his blood bought. No more nonsense. Open your mouth and say, Father, let the faith that was delivered to us find expression in our day. Open your mouth and pray. Say, help me to play my part. Help me to be an accurate purveyor of the faith. Help me, help me not, to, not to spend my life in the furtherance of falsehood. Say, God, give me discernment. Give me boldness. So Lord, open the eyes of a generation. Expose what is not of you. Give us the patience to prove and try certain things. Say, Lord, everyone, every platform, every altar, every church, every ministry, every man, every woman, that is a genuine purveyor of you. Say, Lord, in this season, put your hand upon them for good. Let the straight sticks find expression. That the crooked ones may be discarded. Preserve our generation from going down the tube. Abba, visit us. Once more, make a demarcation 
between the profane and the clean. Help us to come out from among them and be separate and touch not the unclean thing. Let altars of strong delusion, caverns of witchcraft broadcast over a generation be broken. Let the spirit of deception die. Let eyes come alive. We give you glory and we give you praise. In the precious name of Jesus. Somebody clap your hands, oh you people. And shout to God. Come on, shout to God with a voice of triumph. Father, thank you for an anointing that is coming on a generation in this season for the accurate, not, not the religious legalistic, the accurate, biblically accurate defense of your faith. Let falsehood die a natural death because truth is so common. We give you praise and glory. One more time, somebody give Jesus a round of praise. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you, Reverend Israel, for that amazing word. Can we just stretch our hands to Reverend Israel and just say a word of prayer for him? Father, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for your word that has come forth with precision, with power, with clarity, with light, with instruction, with wisdom. Father, we thank you for the surrender of your son. We thank you for his diligence, his commitment, his discipline to your word, to the faith, to the body of Christ, to the church. Father, we just pray for more grace. We pray for more grace, God. We pray that you will continue to strengthen him. Father, we pray that you will keep him on the path. Father, we pray that you will strengthen his knees. And we pray, oh God, Lord, that you will surround him with people that, we, that will uplift him and bear him up in the spirit, that will continue to intercede for him, God. Even as you will making him as you've already made him god a prominent voice in our generation father i pray that you will keep and preserve him in this time and in this hour in jesus mighty name amen amen let's just put our hands together for god amen amen god bless you reverend israel i want you to type in the comments and if you're in a cluster i want you to look to your neighbor say happy resurrection sunday Happy Resurrection Sunday. And I want you to say to yourself, I want you to declare it and type in the comments as well. Say, I will be a defender of the faith. Come and say it with conviction. Say, I will be a defender of the faith. And say, I will do whatever it takes to be a defender of the faith. Amen. Amen. I won't waste any much more of your time. We're going to go to the announcements, which will be coming up on your screen now. Amen. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're watching from. Welcome to Kingdom Culture Movement. We are a movement of individuals, ministries, and initiatives with the mandate to establish the culture of God's kingdom in the nations of the earth and in the systems of the world. I know you've had a fantastic service. And if you're joining us for the first time, either online or in person, please say hello to someone so that we can welcome you and thank you for joining us this Sunday. My name is Christiana. Here are the announcements for this week. <laughs> 
so we have just concluded the first half of our consecration journey week of apostolic emphasis with the theme weep not was amazing we looked at the holy spirit as our comforter we looked at the concept of weeping and mourning and now that we are in a season of mourning god says to us weep no more for weeping is only allowed to endure for a night and we are in a season of mourning i urge you to go back listen to the message and soak it all up. So now we're in the second half of our consecration journey. We're continuing with our fasting and with our praying and every night from Tuesday this week, we're going to be meeting on the Zoom line. It's also going to be streamed on YouTube and Facebook, but we encourage you to come into the Zoom line so that we can pray together as we press into God for in this Passover season. On Saturday, the 15th, of April. So this Saturday coming from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. we have The Forge. The Forge is our 12 hours of prayer. Yes, you heard that right. 12 hours of prayer, of worship, of fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Don't come alone, bring a friend. We're going to be at our central London uh, embassy in, in um, Holborn. So meet us there 10 a.m. The details are on the flyer. 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Don't miss out. Joining us for The Forge is going to be Reverend Gideon Odoma, all the way from Joss in Nigeria. He was at the summit and you guys know that was awesome, so you do not want to miss this. The following Sunday as well, we have Reverend Gideon Odoma with us for our Passover Sunday gathering. Don't miss this date. You will find the link to register for The Forge and Passover Sunday in the description of this video. Or if you're in, or if you're live in person, then please ask one of our leaders or workers to give you the link or give you the information on how you can register for the Forge and Passover Sunday. The giving details should be appearing on your screen right now. They can also be found in the description of this video. And also, again, if you're live in person, please ask one of our workers um, for the giving details of how you can give online. And please also specify what you are giving for. Is it for the Kenya orphanage? Is it for the minister's fund? Is it for the building fund? Any your tithe or your offering, please specify it so we know directly where you want your money to go. Prayer culture. We are a house of prayer and prayer culture is an apostolic initiative for training intercessors and we have prayer watches going on Monday to Friday. 6.30 a.m. is our morning drops of glory. This is a time of corporate devotion and intimacy with the Holy Spirit. 12 noon, we have the gap. This is the time where we take to intercede for the nations and the body of Christ. Also 7 p.m., the altar, which is a time where we come to pray for our needs and we press into God for revival and reformation. And every Tuesday and Friday, we have the press at 11 p.m. This is a time where we press into God for alignment, for more of him and just chasing after God. So please do not miss these watches. Attend as many as you can because the goal is to have 24 seven around the clock prayer. And if you would like to be a part of prayer culture or just want to find out more information about what we do, then please email us at prayerculture at kculture.org or you can join our Telegram, Telegram group for more information.
Royals, our children ministry, they meet every Sunday at 11 a.m. If you want your child to grow in the principles of the faith and the kingdom, then please reach out to our Royals teacher and our Royals team at kcroyals at kculture.org. Thank you so much for joining us today and have a fantastic week. Keep fasting, keep praying as we continue on this consecration journey. See you tomorrow, 6.30 a.m. For morning drops of glory. Deuces. Deuces. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Minister Chrissy, for the announcements. And yeah, we're just going to close the service. If you can just rise, um, if you're in the clusters, and just share the grace with somebody. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, now and forevermore. Amen. Surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Enjoy the rest of your Resurrection Sunday. Amen.
Bryce up to Smyrna. 